Hey now, this is Tolo from the Roach Clay Podcast. You're about to tune in to episode 114. I hope you enjoy it with the Phoenix Fonqueros. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, at Phoenix Fonqueros. They're a DJ collector from Phoenix, Arizona. And they're about to drop an hour and a half mix right after this interview. So make sure to stay tuned right after the interview. They're going to drop a dope-ass exclusive mix for us. Enjoy. Yeah, I get it in with the Roach Clip Podcast. Arthur Phillips sound waves through your broadcast. So much smoke in this bitch, catch a contact. Dutchy Arizona, yeah, I smoked the whole pack. Cannabis, cactus, t-shirts, and a dope mag. If you didn't catch the last episode, that's your bad. They say it's my turn, so I conjure something clever. Like I'm just trying to get our songs on content of the pressure. So cook up the beat, hit the studio, and I chef. Roach Clip Radio Show from KDIF. Ponderosa Flower, that's just the way I'm doing. Break it down and put a lighter to a blazy tooth. They don't even ask. Know that we are high grade, homegrown Arizona. Go and check out our page. Yeah. Go ahead and check out the page. Homegrown Arizona. Top notch six. Remember, you are now tuned in to the one and only Roach Clip Podcast. Enjoy yourself. Roach Clip Motherfucking Another beautiful day to be alive. Thank you guys for joining us. If you're still listening to us, much props. Your mom didn't raise you right. Oh, yeah. But we're here again <laughs> with these uh, crazy degenerates. <laughs> we got Alto over there hitting a blunt. What What's up, up, Alto? Tell me, Alto. Hit me up. Illustrates on Instagram. Hell for yeah. Your graphic design needs. Perfect. Beautiful. Prodi over there hitting a blunt. You already know what's Two up, blunts. man. It's I the burpees or shots. I like your shirt. It says, don't be a leva. That's yeah, don't be that. <laughs> That's right. Just don't be a leva. <laughs> and then we got King J with the Christina Aguilera t-shirt. Ooh. Say what's up to the people. Up that gen, what's up, people? King J. Uh-huh. That's how I raised you, mijo. <laughs> I know. Polite. <laughs> and right here sitting to my right, of course, we got Miguelin, cara de pilin. Miguelin. Peloncito. Don't call me a leva, homie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a levy? I'm here. I'm on time. Hell yeah. And I'm Tolo, your co-host for the evening. And I'm joined by another set of beautiful degenerates. The Phoenix Fonqueros in the house. Thank you guys for joining us. Hell yeah. Let's uh, let's start from left to right. Introduce yourself. Uh, Mars One. Mars One in the house. Well, DJ Rock in the place to be. DJ Rock. Funk machine. The funk Live machine. Ooh, I like that. Psych Von Doom. There you go. Psych Von Doom. Fuck yeah. That's a badass name. <laughs> yeah. Phoenix Fonqueros. Yeah, so who's the, how'd that come, how'd that come about the name alone? You know, that's a dope ass name. Um, I, th- I think Mario's the one that, that actually, uh, thought about it. I think, right, Mario? Oh, uh, Durak. 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 Okay, Durak. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, it came about, we were throwing names around, and uh, it was like a group text, and Durock threw out Phoenix Funkettos, and that was it from That's there. That's yeah. it. just clicks. You guys nice. play a lot of funk? Yeah, all, all boogie funk. Yep. Boogie funk? Yeah, P-funk, and a uh, little bit of 70s, but it's mainly all 80s stuff, and then... Psych is down with the P-Funk. He gets a lot of that. So for the the new generation, millennials, <laughs> that don't know, what is P-Funk? That's Psych right here. That, that's just the thing right here. I would say uh, P-Funk is like the uh, first generation funk, which is like parliament funkadelic. It's like the uh, the more heavier. Uh, like, so like psychedelic funk? Yeah, I would say psychedelic funk. Uh, you know, they, they made a couple transitions. It was like uh, psych rock, and then they went into uh, disco and then funk, you know. So it's like oh. 
yeah the funk uh it's definitely its own sound like it's definitely got that vibe of like it's it's uh um definitely electronic prior to the electronic there you go. And it has a lot of horns still, like from yeah. like the seventies. So yeah. Funk as a genre has a whole gang of subgenres yep. within yeah, it, right? For sure, a for lot, sure, man. Yeah. Going back to uh, James Brown, the JBs. That's like uh. the that's like the root of it all. And then you get to late seventies, early eighties. That's when you start adding the synth. You know what I mean? The drum machines, it's all that wilder, good stuff. Wilder, uh, yeah, that it's heavy just bass. Like, it's a beautiful, beautiful sound, man. And then now you just got uh, these guys just got back from. Uh, Modern Funk Fest out in Cali, so you I've got a that. lot I've of seen clips. Yeah. yeah, you got a lot of just uh, modern funk emerging, which is it's yeah. beautiful, man. Like yeah. performances and shit, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. live, sure, right? That's like live shit, right? Live sense, live vocals, all that, all that man. That's so cool. there's, a big <laughs> there's a movement right now coming. Oh yeah, coming with the funk World, worldwide, man. Yeah, modern funk. Yeah. Yep. So oh. we're we're uh, we're you know proud to be the representation here in in Phoenix, man. Just laying that foundation. Playing good music for people to dance to and just just rocking it, you know, pushing pushing the scene. Oh yeah, ain't nothing like funk. Oh yeah, yeah. once you hear it, right, it's man. like you can listen to it all. You know, not one bad song. Like, I can yeah. see it. Yeah. yeah. So I see you guys lugging around actual turntables. You guys don't do the little buttons, buttons. on the computer and all that. Let it fade by. Let it fade on its own and all that cool stuff. You guys do vinyl. All vinyl. All vinyl. All vinyl. All vinyl. There you yes. go. That's the way to go, though, bro. Not a lot of people do that anymore because yeah. it takes actual skill to be. Yeah, be matching and everything. It's on. It's yeah. all in your ear. That's, yeah. that's all it is. It, no visuals. I mean, yeah, you don't have the computer mm. telling you the times and shit. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure, man. Uh, yeah, it, it's dope to see these guys just, um, you know, obviously starting off as collectors. I'm referring to Mario and Tony specifically, and then just see them like actually build a craft, man. You know what I mean? So steadily digging. Uh, steadily looking for the new shit and then just like oh. honing their craft like okay. really dope man it's always so, dope to see that yeah, yeah. so like so you were spinning first who was spinning who was first to be spinning out of the group oh uh, this is actually my second go round, bro so i was originally part of a breakbeat dj crew early 2000s man 1520 cedric avenue djs playing okay. Hobbit, pay, paying homage to where it started from like uh in new york like cool herc and all those guys so that's where my journey kind of started um and just off and on kind of continued since then you know what i mean so this is kind of my second go around i just i fell in love with this genre of music and just continued it to push it man so really dope yeah sykes been spinning for for a while too minute too right yeah yeah i'm more this is new for me too this i've always been a collector of uh funk and boogie but i was a hip-hop dj there you go preferably like mostly underground hip-hop so just instrumentals uh again like the 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 beats is like kind of what drives me and stuff so boogie like i'm new to it but these guys have really kind of given me that uh new uh <coughs> knowledge and like understanding of of where uh funk uh, has gone since the 70s and yeah. stuff, so I've barely got into this new 80s stuff. For me, it's new. And the modern and stuff, the too. Modern yeah. stuff. And I was going to say, too, another hard thing about this is it, it costs a lot to buy these new records. Yeah. That's pricey. It adds records up. in general, man, <laughs> yeah. like being a vinyl collector is pricey. Because everybody, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, if you look back like 10 years, like not there were still people hip to it, but now like a lot more people are hip to it. A lot more people are out there That's digging. Dope. You know, a lot more represses are happening. More so demand. More yeah, demand yeah. for it. Yeah. Dope. But it's dope. Yeah. yeah. 
That means that trying uh, to be alive. the generations are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Right? And influencing and passing it along to the next That's people. true. I was at Target last night and... Uh, not that that's a huge win in the media section because there's not many there's not many DVDs left at all. But there was more vinyl than there, or as much vinyl as there was anything. <laughs> that's cool. And that's just at the fluorescent yeah. under the fluorescent lights of Target. Yeah, crazy. They I sell tapes and Walkmans there again. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, yeah. they're coming back yeah. too, Target. man. Yeah, yeah. they had like the Brit- Britney Spears album. <laughs> 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 he also went to Target. Oh, <laughs> <I> almost. <laughs> Thought of Tolo when I saw that Britney Spears album. <laughs> you guys uh, do live shows and all that too, right? Like, that's what you guys do? Um, yeah, just recently we uh, we had a bar reach out to us, Rips, uh, in Rips. Phoenix. And oh. uh, they kind of tried us out one time and show went good. And they just offered us every last Wednesday of the month now. So every last Wednesday of the month. That's what will be every last Wednesday. Downtown Where's Rips Phoenix? At? Rips. It's on like 16th Street or McDowell. Uh, not McDowell. North of McDowell, like on Oak. Oh, on oh, yeah. 16th Street and Oak. Yeah, in between. That's every uh, every other Wednesday. Every last last Wednesday, Wednesday, every of, the last Wednesday yeah. of the month. There you go. Yeah, yeah like nine to uh, two. Oh yeah, how's nice. that? Fucking, how's that experience? Have Good. you guys ever done live live shows before that? Uh, yeah, we we did a few live shows. Uh, Crates Record Store. Um, Crates Records and Gear. Leches. Tres Leches. Yeah, there's a few places we've been at, but that was the first actual bar that reached out to us and. Uh, for a Wednesday night, it gets pretty packed, man. Oh. It's it's a lot of people come out to support. Have That's you dope. guys recorded like a mixtape together, like a Funkeros mixtape? We're actually in the process, man. Oh. we're in the process of, of putting that together. Yeah. Funk Machine just time. laid down his set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I actually think, are we releasing releasing that on cassette? Yeah. Possibly. What? Yeah, yeah. So it's CD and cassette, man. So it's in the works. Did you come up on weddings, quinceañeras? Bar mitzvahs, have you done any of those kind of gigs before? I personally um, have done, like, just parties before, man, but not, I think, I don't know, we got to kind of try to stay in our lane, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> if it's go. a special request to play, like, Boogie Funk at one of those spots, I mean, we're down. That's dope. So some of you guys have a background in, in the arts, too, right? Aside from that? Yeah. I'm doing the funk, doing uh, some graph, right? How does uh, that go down? All elements of hip hop. Man, they got the hip hop stuff going on. I'll let Psych speak on yeah, <laughs> his history, man. Uh, you know, uh, I started kind of like same time. Like I, I think, uh, I think that the um, the records were I I couldn't afford turntables. You know, I was uh, back then. I just didn't have no kind of money to do that stuff. But I used to get free records through like the record pool. Like my friends that were DJs, so. Art and music to me is synonymous. It kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, so, like, once I started joining the Funkettos and then I, you know, started hanging out with them, I've just been doing more funk kind of drawings and stuff like that, oh. too. And, you know, George Clinton, like, I painted a George Clinton as as well as uh, do rock painting. Um, he did... Uh, Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Marley. Yeah. And then Chuck Wan, which is another friend of ours who did... Um, he did... Uh, Purple Haze, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, Jimi yeah. Hendrix. Yeah. And where's that at? If people want to see that, where can they see that at? That was downtown uh, Washington and like uh, Ninth Street. Ninth Street. Ninth yeah, Street? it was. Um, it's next to the Phoenix Bicycle Company. So okay. like, yeah, I'm not sure what that building is called, but it's uh, like right next door. And and uh, we did those about a year and a half, maybe almost like about somewhere in there. But as for as far as me, that that's my connection to art and music. So the. Um, 
the I I feel like it was like hand in hand. I could have went either way. I I was DJing at the Hidden House for a while too, and same thing like with these guys like just coming up through the ranks and then uh, laying off of it like do rock sets. This is my second time around too, so I'm I'm no. really excited about this this time around. This is really fun. Yeah, that's really dope. For me, it's it kind of goes back to even man. I'm I'm an old dude, man. So like the '80s, you know what I mean. The first go round of hip hop was a lot of that electro sound you know what i mean um but that's the first time i was exposed to like the the graph art and stuff like that drawing like in grade school you know coming up through middle school and then just started writing like 93 or so yeah so i've been painting like off and on since about 93 so you ever been in trouble for painting you know what i haven't man but a lot of the people around me have including my bro he's in the room he he got popped and it actually made the the local newspaper and they put my name instead of uh. his. <laughs> <laughs> so I I, so I got all the fame, yeah. dude, and he he did like That's the restitution awesome. and all that. Oh, uh, uh, had to pay the the fine. How old were you guys? Dude, that was like high school, man. I was gonna so say like you're 16. walking through school. <laughs> yeah, I was getting a lot of props, dude, awesome. for that shit. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's out, Holmes. <laughs> Did you guys grow up together? Because you guys seem like a tight-knit group out there. Uh, me and Mario grew up together. We went to the same uh, high school together, South Mountain. Oh, dope. Yeah, I know, I know yeah. him since, what, 14, 15? Something like that, yeah, pretty early on. Um, and we met we met Durock through, um, actually met Syke and Durock through uh, KDIF. KDIF, yeah. Yeah, yeah shout-out to KDIF. Shout-out to Franco. Yeah. Franco, South we Phoenix. went to stand up. Yeah, we went to school with Franco, too. No, oh, Franco know, too. Yeah, oh, we know okay. Franco for a minute. Yeah, Damn, he cheated Franco's off a... you guys. No, <laughs> <laughs> he was the he was the handsome one with Who the, was the mustache. <laughs> Did he have the, the mustache, mustache back then too? No, nah, no mustache. <laughs> 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 he used to dry it on with the sharpie back then. <laughs> oh yeah, he had he had question. Like six inch spikes back then though on his hair. Oh, it's like funny. Jinkos. Oh, I thought six inch heels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a nod yes on the Jinkos. Yeah. He was a Jinko kid, huh? I'm, pic- I'm creating a picture in my head. Oh, man. Not the man we know today. Purple tips. Yeah. I can so see you guys, it already. You guys used to spin that? You guys done some shows at KDIF too, right? On the yeah. radio? Yeah. You guys have yeah. some performances? Yeah, for me, that's where it started. Uh, Durock brought in his tables uh, one day and was like, if you got records, come down. And I did it once, and that was, that was it for me. Man. Fell in I love? Fell, I fell in love with that, yeah. Uh, yeah, you used to do that uh, Sunday service. Yeah, Sunday nice. service. Yeah. Sunday service radio show. And then how do you guys go about who's going to, how you guys are going to break down the sets? Like you get this amount of time, you go first, last. How's that work when you guys are performing? We usually try to keep it uh, pretty steady with everybody doing an hour each. Okay. So okay. that way nobody uh, gets, I mean, because our, our thing is like, the mix is the most important. And I feel like everybody here at this table can mix. Oh. And uh, so we all get equal time. I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forget a DJ would be different than a band, you know, where you guys wouldn't. But an hour goes by fast when people are enjoying the music, enjoying their friends, everything the that's going on oh, around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It cool. just see how that go by fast. Yeah, it's just extra motivation, man, to pack pack like your your dope dope records, man, mm-hmm. for that hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then just these guys just they elevate. We all elevate each other as far as like what we're gonna bring out. That'd and be a play, trip you know watching I mean? everybody Absolutely. jam out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah it's pretty dope. Yeah. But in the funk. It's almost like friendly competition, you yeah. Because yeah. it's like I, I want that next record, yeah. so that way these guys can react to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. 
but yeah, as far as like the the order, man, it's pretty dope too. Um, because we we kind of we switch it up. You know, there's there's no ego between us, which is really really dope. Totally. And you know, so we're the uh, any of us can go last. You know what I mean? So how about right. the collecting? Where are you digging the records out from? Where's your good finds coming from? Uh, man, just frequent frequenting uh, record stores around town, man. You know yes. what I mean? Getting on the floor and digging into those dollar bins, which a lot of people are afraid to do. Right. So estate do you guys, sales. Uh, shop online at all? Yeah, Discogs. Yeah, I Discogs? Just, yeah, we'd be on Discogs. Yeah, Discogs. a lot of the modern funk stuff, man. It's coming out out through uh, through Bandcamp. Bandcamp. So individual, yeah. like independent uh, artists are just releasing, you know, their fifty. 50 runs of records and stuff like that so oh. it's just a matter of like we we keep in tight communication as far as like what's coming out kind of giving giving away some gems right now but it's all good there you go. <laughs> do you have a memorable record like like fuck you'll never yeah. forget finding that record and like oh, where yeah. you found it it was like what the fuck yeah i do uh that was pretty recent uh, i found uh, a record called jackie boy and the bad bunch is pretty hard to find uh i got it for like it was pretty cheap, but it's like a eighty to a hundred dollar record. Dang! Uh, I didn't pay anything close to that, though. <laughs> I don't remember, but it wasn't that. Oh yeah. Hello, I would I would think uh, yard sales. You probably find some good shit, right? You oh, never know. You'll find the record. That's, at, why man. I was, that's why I was thinking like those. I see these thrift estate stores. sales all the time with these boxes of records. Thrift stores yeah, used to be a big be one, but now record stores are everywhere again. Yep. Um, so people are like, it's a craft thing. And we yeah. got what, Zia Record down the street. Zia, is that what it's called? Zia yeah. Record? Yeah. Camelback. Yeah. And then Bookman's on Northern. Yeah. They sell records there. I just came up at Bookman's actually a couple weeks ago. We got a Bookman's find. come up. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you find there? Psych hits the swap pretty often too, man. And we find records there too. Yeah. Is there like people is that specifically Bookman? selling records at the swap? No, you know, they, they, they do a locker thing. They're, so their thing is like lockers and, and the way that, that they, they treat them is um, some people know what the records are and then some people don't. And um, with me, uh, I'm out there every week, so I know the people pretty well. So, you know, like it's usually a dollar, two dollars. Uh, I paid three dollars. And then uh, you talk about stories, though. I could t- tell you a quick story. Go for it, man. Uh, this is a story, <laughs> a story of a lost That's record that I do. never got. So Ooh, a the, lost record that you never yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. That these guys uh, were trying to teach me about some modern funk, and I was still stuck in like the P funk, because it did take me a while to get like off of the <laughs> funk and kind of open up to this new stuff. And uh, I was at the SWAT meet, and they were talking about Mo Funk, or it, the label is called Mo Funk. Shout out to XL Middleton, Zachy Funk Force, uh-huh. uh, those dudes out in LA. They they do really dope music and. Their, their records were out there. It was 345s, and the guy wanted five bucks each. And I was like, I've never paid $5 for a rec- you know, <laughs> oh, record out here. And uh, I never told them that uh, I didn't buy them. And then when I finally opened up, and I was like, hey, guys, I got to tell you something. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I did, uh, you know, and, but from that moment on, I listened to everything that they tell me now and stuff. Because nice. those were, it was a while back, and, you know, I just wasn't really hip to it yet. And I, I lost out on that pretty That's funny. Sometimes, you were sometimes we're still trapped. Sometimes we're stubborn, you know, through yeah, our own right ways. Yeah. <laughs> Had to break him out of the pee, yeah. man. Yeah, Clutch man, of the pee. Punk, man. It, it gets you, dude. Get him into that. It's like King J yeah. says, like, get him out of your it. taste buds change how every five years. Seven. Yeah, seven. seven yeah. Same shit could happen with your ears, you know. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's uh, 
Dope. That's trippy stuff. Any other memorable records? Any memorable finds? It's all a blur. It's all, all a blur. blur. Right now. <laughs> I have a question about rips and playing these late from the from the nine P to the two A. Okay. What what kind of requests <laughs> are you getting? And are they? Do you get some super solid ones? Are some people super impressed by what you play? Or do people come up and ask you to play ridiculous songs? You got on or? take requests. What do you get? Or no just request. reactions to what you're playing in the set? Do yeah. they come up and they're like, "Whoa, I can't. Hey, thanks for playing that." Or, yeah, we don't. We don't. Uh, we don't take requests, but uh, usually people like. I figure that doesn't keep people from asking. Yeah, yeah, usually people like what we're spinning. Uh, sometimes we get off the wall requests, like, like what the hell? Like, Justin right. Timberlake, I've gotten that Justin like twice. <laughs> so far, yeah. I'm just thinking <laughs> as the night goes on. You know, I'm like, are, yeah. you, are you listening to what I'm playing? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't own that shit. <laughs> but then I love being in a place, and when you hear that song, you connect with. I would have to come over and be like, "Oh man, thank you." Yeah, we get some of that. Yeah, we appreciate that every time. Every time someone comes up to us and they. they they give us dabs for playing like like where we're playing. That that feels good. Something they didn't expect yeah. to hear yeah. while they yeah. were having a beer. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah we get we get some of those. Yeah, so it's all about it, there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> Connecting with Somebody the crowd. Somebody knows the songs just as much as you do. Yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake. How often are you guys practicing? Every day uh, yeah. for me. Yeah, um, I try every day too. Yeah, like a probably certain, every other day for me. Yeah, a certain <laughs> time when you get on there, or just so right after work. Hell yeah. yeah. A ritual? Pretty just much, yeah. So I got the house alone. Like, I just get there and just rock out. Damn, I like do other hours. things when I got the house alone. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. Pants hit the ankles. That P funk. Pants hit the ankles. So, who are some of your favorite artists to play while you guys are up there? There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a certain sound. Like go tos. Yeah. Uh, there's click, click. Uh, yeah. Um, so many, man. So many. Right? Wanna, yeah, there are. I want to Google some of these. We, so we can't give away titles, guys. That's there, there you go. They, they don't want to be giving away their track. Off air, we can share that. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just so <laughs> many though. Like like <laughs> even <laughs> people that that we've never heard of you know like yeah. like we found Can a record imagine. and yeah. it's yeah. proprietary business, <laughs> <laughs> proprietary business. It, it, it's pretty dope to see like uh just bands it you know started off in like more of that funk sound you know like parliament <laughs> parliament has some kenny g just like original yeah <laughs> kenny, no, kenny g has he, some he has some stuff check him out back in the day yeah. i got shocked myself <laughs> kenny, <laughs> kenny g has some what happened some with joints. kenny g psych came with the g-force this was pre-elevator pre-elevator music he came with the g-force he put the g and g-funk yeah and those records came out in the 80s too i was gonna say he was it was borderline porn they put it on tv and his videos were i I just remember his saxophone his he was (laughs) he reminded me of Shawn michaels he could get any room going dude (laughs) what was his favorite what was his famous song candy g Sax attack, sexy, sexy sax man, sexy sax sax man. Remember that dude walking through the mall? (laughs) (laughs) He was a classic. (laughs) The Parliament. He's about to drop a Kenny G gem. Let's hear it. I was gonna see if Jamie had something. (laughs) Something on Kenny G. One of the funk. So I guess from South Phoenix, all of you. I'm actually originally from Chuco, man, but I've lived in Phoenix for. Uh, El Paso, man, Texas. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I've lived in Phoenix for, dang, since 2004. So, 
Oh, yeah, nice. the, re- the rest of us are South Phoenix natives. South Phoenix natives? Yeah. Uh-huh. How was the lifestyle out there back in the day? It's home. Okay. It's you home. Know, yeah. It's, it always will be home. <laughs> Has it changed, though? Like the environment? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were. We remember that the only big store out there was Kmart. The Kmart. Oh, yeah, where was that at? On uh, Baseline and Jesse Owens between uh, Central and uh, 7th Street. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that was the only big store we, the big store we had, so... Yeah, now it's all like we got a lot of stuff now. Target, Walmart, <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. Let's look at everything. <laughs> yeah, we used to actually travel to go to Walmart back in the day. Yeah, so you know, it's, it's fucking a war. You could man. just walk They're everywhere. Get icy yeah. and whatever. Yeah. That's what I'd always do. <laughs> hey, Target, a little icy. <laughs> yeah. What's okay. some dope spots you go okay, eat, dude, out there? Uh, South Phoenix. Pete's. Pete's. Pete's Fish and Chips. Pete's Fish and Chips. Uh, there's uh, a bunch of Pete's. Uh, Nuevo Pajarito, that yellow place on Central. They have some Central bomb Mexican what, food. Central and Broadway. Okay. Yeah. Okay's is pretty good too. Okay's. Oh, okay's okay. fish and chips, yeah. 16th Street and uh, Broadway. Okay. There you go. South Phoenix got oh, some spots. Oh no no, 16th Street and Southern. Happy Food, Central and uh, Baseline. You guys ever had Lolo's mm. chicken and waffles? Lolo's is good, yeah. That's just banging, but damn, it's always packed when I try to go. Oh, so yeah. I just did. Do they have grits? They have everything, bro. And then uh, Peter Piper on Central. <laughs> yeah. I fucked with Peter, Peter Piper. Piper. Yeah. 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 Piper. That's like my favorite one right there, the one on Central. <laughs> Triple P. Yeah. The, sauce. the sauce is better on the south side. It is. <laughs> I heard Chuck E. Cheese bought, bought them out, like the company, mm. Peter oh. Piper. Possible. That's why, like, if you notice, they changed them all, like the color schemes and shit. Mm. They make them, made them I've look I've always all new. had good pizza at Chuck E. Cheese, but I heard that they take the leftover slices and make them <laughs> back into a pizza. <laughs> it gets repurposed, <laughs> Doug. Yeah. <laughs> That's some fucking Vietnamese shit right there. <laughs> yeah, I just watched some video on YouTube about that, man. It's funny you say that because uh, some dude actually filmed. They're not allowed to film the, the process of them interviewing and all that stuff. But he did with the intentions of getting fired. And he he, uh, he he basically like exposed them, and he got fired for it. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is true. Yeah, they put their they put I guess pizzas I would believe that it's happened, and every store is different. Doesn't mean you're getting five star. You know, hammerlock service at every franchise. But Fuck Chuck E. Cheese, man. If the pepperonis yeah. don't line up, how could you eat the pizza? No, that's true. Yeah, right. the crust is coming in, like, the perimeter's off. Like, <laughs> you got to do a perimeter check. There's gaps in my pizza. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't they got mediums match. mixed with large. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, uh, looking all crazy. You got to get the Below are Kenny G's finest funky moments. Here we are, 1982, Arista Records. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Stop Kenny G. I remember that dude. Tell me, this was before his like, before he smoothed out. Before his life. Before smooth jazz. Yeah. After life. Dialed it in. How you doing is a good time for life. But yeah, if you ever want to get funky, go back to 1982, Kenny G. See the G Force. The G-Force yeah, record? That's right. They call it the G-Force era. <laughs> you weren't kidding, G-Force huh? <laughs> you guys remember, like, you've been doing, you say you DJed back in the day, in the day, right? What kind of equipment were you were you running back in the day? Do you remember? Man, it was always um, equipment to get you ready for, like, the equipment we have now, man. So <laughs> I started off with, like, just a pair of, like, plastic new marks, dude. Nice. New you marks. know what I mean? So, like, I remember I used to look at the Source magazine. And, yeah. like, they'll sell the kits. And DJ always, in a box. I always wanted one, but DJ my mom never bought box. me one. <laughs> That's what it was called. Yeah, yeah DJ in a box. <laughs> the whole shebang. I knew we were there. coming right back to Justin Timberlake. You get some nice. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Look at that. 
Yeah, that's hey, that looks official though, bro, with the crates and everything. Yeah, that's well, true. That's you're bad. not you're not playing. You're not playing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> look at your yeah. I mean, what year are we looking at there? Oh, uh, I think guess. That, that's I probably that. like 01, man. Yeah, 2001. That's nice. Yeah. So that was like 99, 2000. You ever like? Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, you were 99 like years DJ old? for anybody on tour? No, 2000, no. 99 years old. Uh, nah, man. No. Nah, you're looking mighty young. You're looking mighty young. That'd be sick, right? You've done a bunch of battles, though. A bunch of b-boy battles. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. b-boy battles. Like uh, back in the day, um, there was actually like break dancing. Yeah. Oh shit. B-boy and b-girl battles, man. But uh, my homie Saki moved to um, Texas like in '96, '97. That's how I, I kind of got into DJing was through him because he introduced us to like the original break beats what it really what it is it's it's hard like hard funk you know what i mean funky soul all that good stuff um and then later on we formed uh, a crew together with some uh, two other djs from san diego shout out to dj main one and son of jarrell but uh yeah that's how we basically started man was playing uh playing for the b-boys and b-girls uh there was a sh- an event that was strictly, I mean, it was like a really pioneering event called Queen Bee out in San Diego. So that was oh. all for B-Girls, man. So oh, I had oh. the, the privilege of, you know, DJing break beats for, for those early jams and stuff so like that. Oh, that's dope. What year was that? Uh, probably like 01 to like 03. You guys seen that dude Carlton? Yeah. He sells uh, like yeah. a B-Boy kit when he was a little kid. Uh-huh. You seen that commercial? Yeah. It's very dope. It comes with the box. In the fucking <laughs> the pop, like, like a little thing with how to do the moves. <laughs> He's I'll teach you how to break dance. <laughs> He's all dancing throughout the commercial. What commercial is this? Uh, you know that dude Carlton from Fresh from, Prince. From Fresh Prince. Yeah. Well, when he was a little kid, fool, he was like slanging this a commercial. This video that teaches you how to break dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Yeah, it's crazy it, to see how it's it all mainstream. You how to do the Carlton. Yeah. What up? Or was Spectre. it teaching you how to do the Carlton? Nah, but uh, he sued fucking Fortnite. For using the Carlton. Mm-hmm. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. And a I didn't lot know of Carlton people, was big money yeah. like that. Damn. I think mean, he got a lot of money on it. Nah, they threw it out. They say you can't trademark a dance or yeah. something. Oh, yeah, true. Just because he tried to say that that's his signature dance. Yeah, because he had to have done other, that like, uh, when he first started doing did. it. All the dance inventors started jumping on it, trying to do losses, but they're like, yeah, because no, you can't it, trademark Yeah, they, they got them all from just things they'd seen online and yeah. then just put it into their generator or whatever to copy it. But some were just normal people, not as famous as Carlton, like just a normal person. They're like Instagram. on YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're I've like, hey, that. that was my vacation video. I was doing a thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's in Fortnite. <laughs> you know hilarious. what's crazy, bro? You got to pay for those dances on Fortnite. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, for the different ones. The amount of money that kids spend on that shit is Microtransactions. Oh, you want your guy to do this dance after you kill somebody? <laughs> like Can 20 bucks. Like, it's only a dollar. It's only yeah. a dollar. It's only a dollar. But that's like. Two million kids <laughs> saying it's only a dollar. <laughs> oh, the equivalent of kids used to take whatever extra money for lunch or whatever out of their mom's purse. Now it's all credit. That shit. You know? Yeah, and Xbox don't let you Mom buy it one cash. point. You got to buy like packs. Gotta buy packs. You got to buy like 10, 10 bucks Dang. at a time, 20 bucks at a time. They buy in season passes. I bet credit card That's why a lot of the games are free, but they're selling all this shit on them. Oh yeah, that's, that's crazy true. how much yeah, how much loot nuts. is involved, uh, and it's well, all it's like virtual, man. Just from yeah. Fortnite, Bruce Springsteen's doing the Carlton over here. That's Stuck a lot of money. Crazy. So Franco just showed me a video of Bruce Springsteen doing the Carlton before nice. Carlton. Whoa! <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lake Betty. Sweet he's gonna wait for him Carolina. to get his check, and then Where he's gonna get that check. <laughs> <from him. laughs> 
I seen uh, old. There's an old uh, Six Flags commercial when like the old man gets out of the bus and starts dancing. I remember and that. He does that floss dance. But if you pay attention, he does that floss like that fucking people that are doing now. That's yeah. like the signature Fortnite dance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. well, yeah they got that. They got that one on there too. And this mm-hmm. is like uh, from like the from 90s. Yeah, That's 90s. Late 90s, right there. That's crazy. I remember that. Remember that? I miss going to Six Flags. You guys ever been to Six Flags? Yeah. No, I'm scared. Yeah. Back nah, in the day. That's a motherfucker. Judge right there. <laughs> so the thing about Six Flags in Texas that I just learned because I just saw this documentary on PBS was how, I mean, some of the ride, like Judge Roy Scream, like that guy was not a good judge. That's like a real person from back in the day Damn. in Texas. I was like, oh, that's who the roller coaster Oh, there's a roller coaster. Yeah, and I just grew up Scream. saying that like it was this cool ass <laughs> roller coaster, but the guy's name was Judge Roy something. How dope is that roller coaster? And uh, it's pretty good. There's a little two loopties, you know. Does it reverse? He, he was like, uh, I can't remember what he did, but the, just what I realized is that even the rides are, it's like the statues that are like named after crazy things, you know, or people rather. It was the same with the rides. There's Got a six flag in that. Texas. I never even knew that. Crazy. Gotta keep the history Six alive. flags over Texas. I remember the one in Cali. But yeah, I can't fuck with those rides, bro. They're too... It was called Isn't Six there a Six Flags here now? But it's a water park, right? It's a water park. Like the Raging Waters out, or something right? like that. Something they're, like that, yeah. Oh, oh Raging Waters? Like You've been yeah. there? Yeah. Six Flags Not water yet. Park. Uh-uh. I just remember the commercials always coming. Oh, in. his name was Judge Raging Roy Waters. Bean, and he was the law of the West. And what do you do? The I law just, of the West. You know. Flick the bean. He was just drawing the line between, honestly don't know, so I'm not saying anything because I can't remember. He do held you, court in the saloon. You guys indulge in the uh, partaking of marijuana while you guys are scratching, mixing, mixing doing your thing. Let's see. You guys like to get high? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Mars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does it enhance your experience while you're up there? <clears throat> I would say so, yeah. It uh, clues me in a little bit more. It makes me a little more alert, I guess. Oh. I'm super alert right now. This in is tripping moment? me out. Now Are I know where the roller coaster name is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I told you it has two loop-de-loos. He was known as the hanging judge, and apparently he hung two guys that weren't supposed to be hung. Damn. And that's where the two He blessed them. He chopped their dick right off. out that shit. What that <laughs> supposed to be hung? One... <laughs> one <laughs> I don't want to go to Six Flags anymore. One of the men escaped. <laughs> the <other laughs> <two guys. laughs> All right, sorry. Now well, I'm over day. it now. But that sounds like the, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Have you guys seen that? Oh, what's <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, that's like a Netflix series, but it, there's an episode about uh, like hangings in the Old West. It's pretty dope. You guys well, got to keep that. Get hung. Is that a Netflix? Yeah. It'd be a trip to be alive in that time. Uh, yeah, they were hanging motherfuckers real, left, and right. Hang left and right. Oh, yeah, for anything. It's that, that Old West justice. Imagine yeah, good, in Europe where people. Use. Yeah, yeah. Imagine in Europe where people are getting like crucified and all that in the Middle East. Like, and all damn. That. So this <laughs> is. Uh, dope, this one is <laughs> an anthology of six short films that take place in the 19th century post war civil era during the settling of the Old West. Oh. And it's got a 91% Rotten Tomatoes. Four oh, nice. Rod, Buster Scruggs. Yeah, it's, pre- it's actually pretty dope, man. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I, I grew up with my, my dad liking, like, westerns and stuff, man. So Clint Eastwood shit. We were just talking about it the other day, man, my <laughs> bro. Eastwood. Yeah. It's tight. Yeah, it's a dope Battle of Buster Scruggs. That one, sh- there's a new show about Ebola. 
It's kind of like the Chernobyl, but like a different story, you know, the History uh, Channel. Chernobyl's ill, dude. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's just wild, bro. If you like that, watch that new one, bro. It's a, it's on the History Channel. Like I yeah. watch it through the sling on the on demand. Yeah. Oh, bro, that's just powerful. I remember yeah. that movie Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman from the 90s. Ooh. That always stuck with me. The yeah. monkey? Yeah. That shit yeah. was crazy. I remember <laughs> seeing that, yeah. Dude, I remember nuts, that movie. Now that kind of happened with the Ebola in real life, right? Ebola? Yeah. It came, it came to the U.S.? Yeah, so that's what, it, that's what that show's about, how, like, mm. they fucked up all kinds of shit, just like, on, <laughs> like the Chernobyl motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, bro. I, after watching that, that series, I started watching documentaries on it. Listening to a podcast on it. Damn. It's fucking crazy, so dude. So much how, shit went down, huh? How they covered everything, bro. Uh-huh. Like, the fucking Soviets didn't give a fuck, bro. They just lied about everything, bro. Not just that, just everything in general. Now there's, like, a whole, like, tourism industry that's surrounding Chernobyl where yeah. fools <laughs> are just going out there and, like, treating it like it's a playground. They're probably so video blogs. dead in five years and shit. That show, it's crazy. That show probably made it popular to go back. Yeah, you know, like people are booking tours and shit yeah it's crazy man <laughs> it's got this desolate shit. land <laughs> it's probably still radioactive it's where the p-funk sure. resides <laughs> the radioactive funk that's the yeah. best p-funk <laughs> come back with the glowing record yeah. <laughs> that's a homer simpson shit yeah. right oh, like eating, eating a donut crazy feel something happening so what can we expect from the funkeros in the near future man like big stuff that's cracking you guys got the mixtape popping yeah hopefully more shows every Mm -hmm. last wednesday ribs right now every last wednesday ribs hopefully we get something else and just keep going keep going yeah get on a big stage one day work ourselves up to that you know what i mean that's how it goes gotta do the clubs gotta do the bars yeah is that the long-term goal to the bus. doing your big shows or traveling yeah travel yeah, traveling, traveling, traveling doing yeah. shows everywhere yeah that would that'd be sick yeah that's sick dude definitely yeah. traveling is there a lot of is there a lot of dj teams like that that go out together like you guys there's there's some around there's a lot in california not in cali yeah shout out to the funk freaks yeah. the funk freaks, freaks. Califas. Yeah, they're the homeboys out there in, yeah. in uh, Orange County. Orange County. Soul Drivers mm-hmm. Crew. They do Funk Mondays, too. Shout out to you guys. Boogie Bunch, ABC, like everybody, pretty much, that's doing that funk stuff. Hell, yeah. And then B-Boys coming back, too. I see yeah, battles poppers. all over the yeah. place. It'd be cool to see you guys at, like, a car show or do you do, like, yeah. events. It'd be cool to have see you guys done a car show? Have you guys like done a car show, right? No? Yeah, yeah, Phoenix Night Market. Yeah, Nippers Clippers. Yeah, Nippers Clippers one too. It's crazy. Nips and clips. Yeah, yeah. but we're just we're steadily just uh, and just to kind of backtrack a little bit to insert this into the story, like um, we kind of saw that there was an opportunity to like um, kind of cultivate the scene a little bit. You know what I mean? Because we we saw like the Funk Freaks come out a couple times. Like, what, what was that guys like? Twenty seventeen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2020. and uh, the people were just not really too. They were kind of hip, but not really too hip to like the deeper, um, mm, like funk nice. sound. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I I think that's what we want to just continue to do, man. Is just um, kind of cultivate that, kind of you know build the crowd up for you know shows, artists, and stuff like that. So it's just we have some good momentum. These guys, shout out to Mario, Tony. 
Um, they run the social media, you know, pretty much went from zero to what, what do we got now? It's a follower count. We're like 900. Give me a count. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, so it's, it's gaining momentum, man, but it's all like from a grassroots effort, a concerted effort, and just being conscious of what the people like want to, want to feel, you know what I mean? Want to yeah. hear out here. So <clears throat> you guys fuck with aliens. What do you think yeah, about bro. aliens? Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. There's a in this can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> now, the over there, like, you seen that documentary, bro, on Netflix? Which we were just Bob, talking about the Bob Lazar one. Remember? Yeah, man. Yeah. You get the get the mic. We need yeah, some. Talk, oh bro. man, you guys want to talk about Bob Lazar? Yeah, let's oh. talk Is that about the, on the Joe Rogan. Rogan? Joe yeah. Rogan. That's that same Bato, but he has yeah. a documentary out too on Netflix. What? So just to tell him who Bob Lazar for, for the listeners, uh, Bob Lazar back in the day, uh, he's the first person to really um, bring to light uh, Groom Lake and especially uh, in um, Nevada. It's the uh, uh, area 51. Area 51. Yeah. So Groom Lake is the specific area where they were testing and uh uh yeah man what do you guys want to talk about about them they, well they had him uh they had him reverse engineer the power source of uh, ufo yeah and they they showed him fucking he saw nine ufos and yeah and the what do you call those fucking silos hangers yeah. and the, the hangers hangers, hangers. Yeah. damn and um but yeah dude like i don't know do you believe that about them I definitely believe him because, you know what, he has the tax ID to prove it. So they, you know, tried to say that he was lying and they and they brought he brought a check stub and that social uh, security clearance is higher than anybody like, you know, else like it was government issued. And uh, the stuff that he came up with back then in the 70s, it's coming out now. So, like, it's not that he it that you don't believe him. It's just like. You know, facts what, are facts. Yeah, what, what else? What else do you want to know about? Because he, you know, that guy makes fireworks right now. He's not out to like you know get rich, or he's not out to like uh, you know bring the government to a demise or whatever. He used to, he was just uh, concerned because he said that the way that it was going, we could have been using that uh, that technology for gain rather than you know privatized. Uh, monetary uh, private interest yeah you know that them just making money off of it this isn't the one that tom DeLong's behind is it no From no too? no this is a different no, battle. no okay. this i just I, it didn't sound like it and i just looked it up tom and that's De- on history channel yeah tom DeLong is supposed to have some information that he's supposed to release about uh alien information that nobody has and um that's somebody else that worked for also yeah, right. yeah he's like the guy. guy yeah he's the guy that's gonna expose it for a guy you know okay. yeah he's like the the celebrity totally unrelated gonna... no no this guy is legit he's like a scientist he's uh yeah Bob, uh, Bob Lazar, Lazar work he worked there <laughs> and then they erased him bro from yeah. everything so they try to look up where he where he said is where he, he claims to have work and then they don't find he doesn't exist more. yeah is he like witness protection now or is he still alive no he's, he's just alive. a regular guy he just makes fireworks like literally like fireworks <laughs> that's what he does now and he was a top scientist hey bro but how about that i'm so confused he put a jet this fool put a jet engine in a honda oh, in a honda they can hear from like a mile away they said and they they got them all yeah. mad and shit yeah. it goes zero pretty to, cool yeah zero to 60 in like two jet engines are dangerous yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Fire, <laughs> fireworks that, are dangerous, <laughs> yeah, too. That's you know? true. <laughs> all, right, all right. This guy didn't mess around. And they all. say, they, didn't he say that the engineer he took over for, uh, he died because yeah. he tried to cut through the, 
through the power source, the technology, the reactor, and he fucking blew up, bro. Because he, because it. The the guy that he replaced, right? Yeah, the guy he yeah. replaced. <laughs> We're getting that's crazy. Yeah, bro, I'm yeah, telling Bob. you, Bob Lazar. Yeah, I, he said he tried to do it with what a laser. Try to cut through it with a laser. laser yeah, some type of laser. Like he tried to cut through with it, and it just. Yeah. It just yeah. There's part hysterical laughter in the room. Oh, how about that element? That element he talked about. Oh, that he, oh, okay, so uh, he, he described the element, element, uh, element that has never been put on the periodical chart, and it is proven now. So he's kind of like Tony Stark he, in, oh. in Iron Man 1, where he did uh, figure out a new element in the periodical chart, except for they didn't add him to you know, his, to the his table. To the and now it's real. Yeah. So they oh. say, this guy's crazy. That's, that shit on, and the, on the periodic table, that, they show you like, and now it exists. They show you like six different, like, Elements of what it's it like combines element to in one. Or yeah. some shit. It's element that's fifty one or element eleven or something it's like something, that. Yeah. Fifty one eleven, I think, <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah bro. So. If it is one fifty one, that's funny. But I was like, isn't that a drink? Like Southern Comfort. Yeah. So a lot of shit's coming true though that he has that they call him crazy for because he's been talking about this shit since like the eighties, bro. There's like old yeah, fucking news know. clips of him talking about it. He said that they. The FBI raided his house a bunch of times. And That's going to refurbish one one day or what? Refurbish uh, a UFO. That's what they're trying Another to ship. do. Yeah, he he's going to buy one. And <laughs> he said he saw that shit take off. He was recording <laughs> it. And they fucking told him not to. And now he's uh, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like he's a five-year-old. <laughs> Put your phone away. <laughs> Don't record that. That was in the 80s, so he probably had a fucking big old camcorder. Can't even hide it. Oh, yeah, but uh, no what state phone. is he making fireworks out of? Does anybody know? I don't Bob know Lazar. what state. Waco. 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 <laughs> Waco. I, I would mess be in Nevada. Yeah. He might With be the Koresh family. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nevada's weird because Nevada is... I lived there for a couple of years and learned about Las Vegas and then the surrounding areas and then how it goes to like just BFE and it's all federally owned. What? Nevada is over 90% federally owned, which is weird. Like, why does the government own all that land? Dang. And then the strip is its own zip code. So where all those hotels that you've heard of live, that's its own mailing thing. And none of that tax money gets put back into the roads, the education, or anything in the surrounding communities. So... Oh, Vegas shit. hurts as a community, but then outside of that is just nothing. That's crazy. It goes to like really like crazy like backwoods like people that live out in the desert basically that are still just like whatever, and then beyond that is just nothing, just federal land. But why do they own all that land? That's crazy, crazy man. Bob Lazar, he'll tell you. Huh. He'll tell you everything. Yeah, because the, don't they fly out of like uh, Vegas Airport to go to Area Fifty One or something like that? Um. I don't know I, about. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people fly in and out of Las Vegas Airport, and you could park by the airport and tune your radio, and listen to the air traffic come in and out. Dang. And it's big, heavy jets from Asia, from every Dang. continent, you know, coming in. Dang, um, it's pretty crazy. It's not like here in Phoenix where we see a lot of planes in and out, but it's Southwest, this and that. These are like, you might see a Southwest, and then you see a huge jetliner coming in, like. International. Cathay or Qatar or however you say those. You know, yeah, Emirates, yeah. Airlines. And Dang. Big-ass planes. Absolutely. So Vegas, think about how many people go in and out of Vegas. But that's in a one-mile radius, basically. The airport sits right next to the hotels. You go there. You do your stuff. You leave. 
the whole rest of that state. That's a pretty big state. Yeah. 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 It's full of aliens. I don't know what it's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so to speak. Yeah. It's easily That's full crazy. of aliens. <laughs> a lot of paisas. Yeah. Illegal aliens, eh? <laughs> a lot of paisas. Uh, uh, but I can feel it in the air. Oh. I can feel it everywhere. Na, na, na. Na, And now, it's time for the news. With Key. Key. Motherfucking Jay. Oh, thank you. This portion thank of you. the podcast is brought to you by so Cannabis sweet. Cactus. Go to cannabiscactus.com. So Always free. Never prickly. So Amen. Lovely. Hit us with your. Ooh, thank your, you. Yeah, tying that one. There you go. Nice stuff. Get the box of tissues out. Oh, yeah, this was your best shot, Jamal. Right, what do you got? You got any happy stories this time? <laughs> uh, if you so, want sad news, he's going to give it to you. But to Jamal's defense, last week after we like crashed on him, I saw the same stories on the news. Everybody's you know, just hunting for something to talk about. So you still got it first. I heard it's it first from Jamal. That's all I'm saying. There you go. So I got a little enlightenment one. It's just a little short one. So it's about a drone. So in... Um, in Cy- Cyrena, however you say, Cyrena Beach or whatever, in Florida. <laughs> You're the news man. Beach. However you say that beach. <laughs> uh, in Florida, a dad set his drone in the air to take a few family photos when he saw a dark figure swimming towards his kids. Uh, he, he then rushed yelling to his children to get out of the water to only find out that it was a shark going oh, after his shit. children. Oh, fuck. I heard of that. And the only reason he saw it is because the drone was over and he just saw a dark figure of a shark just swimming towards his children. Damn. What the fuck? Yeah, no one was injured, but he had yelled at them to get out of the water, and you just see the video. He's not jumping in there, but panicking, like, getting out of the water. (laughs) That's crazy, dude. Yeah, because he was still flying the drone when they were, like, rushing out of the water. They were just running out of the water, and the shark shark was like... Is the video on? (laughs) The shark was flying the dad. (laughs) Is the video online? Yeah, there's a video online. Oh, I'm going to have to Google that shit. Yeah, Google it. Yeah. It's like it's like a modern day job. And the shark was probably like, I want to say maybe four to six feet away from the kids. Damn. It was close. It was like super close, and it just like was coming like real slow. As they were just playing in the water, like ready for some lunch. Right. Dang. So that's crazy. Well, I'm glad he fucking saved his kid. Then fuck that shark. Fuck all sharks, right? What did he do for the environment? Nothing but fucking kill, kill. Kill anything all in sight. control the other ones, the, the rest of them. Yeah, so they we gotta kill them all. He said we gotta kill them all. Kill the some other other species don't overbreed. <laughs> <laughs> With drones? No, they. I mean, I don't know. Shark I, killing yeah, drones. We could sit here and do a whole episode on sharks. Maybe I'll we'll yeah. put that shark, on the shark week. Shark week. Shark week. His unlike we could shark week. I want another history of baby shark. If you could write an essay about that, yeah, I'll be. Put that in the books. All right, give give us another one, Jamal. Okay. Um. So it's okay. This is gonna be sad. It gets it's getting sad now. Talk to us. So in a, an Italian island, and a volcano erupted on an Italian island, killing one man hiker as he was struck in the face by a rock. From what? just. Huh. No. I'm just... Oh. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So the hiker. Uh, from an Italian island in uh, Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> the Caymans. The Caymans. 
No, I, um, so I don't. It didn't. It didn't show. I didn't see where it showed like the exact <laughs> name of the island. It just said an Italian island where an, a, a volcano erupted, uh, killed one male hiker. The navy has. Uh, the navy was deployed for a possible mass e- evacuation. With seventy already evacuated, the volcano in that island is one of the most active on the planet and has been under a regular state of eruption since 1932. Oh, shit. So the fucking, the, the rock island. just hit him, man, the fucking dome. Yeah, so he was hiking and when, the it, when it erupted, why he was hiking, everything shifted and everything moved and then, yeah, he got struck in the face by a rock. Damn. Damn. And, uh, killed Phoenix him. PD out there. And then his, uh, was he, was with, uh, he was with, he was with somebody chance? else, like what his partner that he was hiking with was badly injured from <laughs> 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 You're going Italian stallion. <laughs> so the victim, uh, the victim was a 35-year-old man who was. <laughs> How old was he? 43? No, 35. 35. Yeah. Damn. R.I.P. Man. Yeah, that's, that's, and it says even uh, even upon him his death, a few more were even injured upon the eruption of the volcano. So. Just trying to get down super fast. Huh? Trying to get away from it. Yeah. Super fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's been active. So so it's, yeah. But just imagine that, like, if you're just hiking and all of a sudden it erupts and then, like, rocks just fall and you just get hit in the face with a rock, dude. That's it. Yeah, it's over. That's, that's, it. That, yeah. that's it, bro. Sayonara. Sayonara. Lights out. Cancel Christmas. I saw people in Hawaii lighting the joints off the lava. Damn. And they were saying, everyone in the comments was saying, <laughs> yeah, that's disrespectful. That's bad spirits when you do that. Like, that's not. For lighting it in the lava? Yeah, like, you're not supposed to. That's just disrespect to the culture. And then other people were like, shut up. You're not Hawaiian. <laughs> 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 and, you know, it, it turns into that. But oh, I don't know. That's crazy. Lava's scary. Fuck volcanoes. Fuck sharks. <laughs> so don't get in the water and don't live near volcanoes is what this Jamal's is good telling news me though. right yeah, now. This is good stuff. So this, is, this yeah. is a crazy one that's actually happening in. What's funny, bro? Oh, uh, <laughs> we're done with that. Uh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a crazy one that's happening in Florida. Uh, conf- concert. You got it. Oh, you got Conservation this. commissions is in uh, encouraging house owners to kill green iguanas whenever they see them on on their property. Uh, so not the black ones. No. The black ones. Just strictly <laughs> green ones. So <laughs> I just got that because I was like, oh wait, I've never seen black. You've never seen a black iguana? No. Uh, like so they're encouraging yeah, you to kill iguanas? Huh? Yeah, so in Florida... Are they over-infested? So pretty much they're saying that they're, be, that they're damaging... Um, that they're damaging... Uh, they're damaging seawalls, sidewalks, and their plants. Like mm. everybody's plants. So the commission adds that iguanas are only protected by anti-cruelty law. But they're saying that you don't have to... That homeowners don't have to worry about getting permission to like... To kill them, like they're encouraging them to just kill them, pretty much, dude. That's Damn. wild, dude. I'll be slanging fucking iguanas. Aren't those fucking things expensive? Yeah, dude. dude. Iguanas? Yeah, yeah, dude. Sell them somewhere else. Yeah. Started an iguana farm down so there. So they said that they. Uh, so they also added that they can be killed year round and without a permit on 22 public Damn. lands in South Florida. What's the best way to kill them? Kill, kill them? I don't know, dude. Grab Shoot by the it. tail. Slingshot. Probably not. No, you don't want to grab it by the tail. Yeah, they can regrow their tail, right? No, it's not that. If you grab it by, if you well, it depends on how big they are. 
They'll they're smack like the shit at you with their tail, dude, and they can, like, break your arm almost. Oh, yeah, shit. It hurts, man. Good looking out, yeah. bro. I won't they'll do break that. break your skin up. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll fuck you up, dude. Yeah. 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 They get big. Huh? It's like a yeah, defense they, mechanism? They get, yeah, it's a defi- defense mechanism. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. So it's like when dogs try to come up to them. I seen one dude once a dog, dude, and it just snapped its fucking leg. Uh, it's... Word? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you're looking at a 10-pound... Because uh, they just, like, they just turn around, and they just snap it at you. Damn, like a whip. Like shit. a whip, yeah. Damn. That shit fucks Good you looking up. Out. It's, like, just pure muscle. Like. Fuck lizards, huh? <laughs> Yo, fuck lizard tails. <laughs> fuck lizard tails. <laughs> Damn, that's sad. Don't kill iguanas. Sell them. Yeah, so I think that's kind of fucked up that you're just getting permission to just kill them. Like, that's Well, there's crazy. probably too many around. Yeah, probably that, and then how they said that they're fucking everything up, and then they eat people's plants. So. I guess pythons are a big problem. Where in Florida? Florida? Oh, they do python? that uh, with the wild boars, like over here. Like people just oh yeah, I know. Kill them. Yeah, iguanas are herbivores yeah. in Texas yeah. too, man. They'll they have wild plants? boar populations. No. You gotta eat animals. They kill they'll them. They'll eat meat too. So I if you get an iguana that gets big enough, they'll fuck around and they'll eat rabbits, small rats. What if you mistake an iguana for like a fucking alligator. crocodile or some shit? There, there's, there's pretty much no because they look like they look like little dragons, pretty much or little dinosaurs. Little they have, dragons. They have like this thing on their throat that comes down. Like, well, what if you're all high, dude, and you can't tell? And you just, I mean, then good luck. They <laughs> <laughs> can smack the shit out of you. Like. I just killed a little crocodile. <laughs> I killed a baby croc and shit. But I would be capturing them because you could you could sell boots, them, dude. Yeah. Make boots out of those motherfuckers. Crocs. You gotta breed them, and then you can start making a gang. Some babies. Oh, that's <laughs> no, that's uh, that, here's a Jamal story right here. Since I'm learning from the master, but uh, uh, that's what happened to a man in Colombia and his um, his uh, crocodile farm, and they had a two year old, and they had already built a fence around the crocodiles, but the two year old wasn't big enough that he could still fit through the gaps oh, and so they were like calling shit. for the kid couldn't find the kid and they came out and all they found was his skull oh so speaking of down alligators down. like that Why? they have it in, uh, I think uh, it's Japan why would you share like, that with um, no so this Jamal is a crazy so, <laughs> so, so in Japan there's this dude that owns a caiman and literally he walks it around on a leash dude and people are able to come up and pet it kids he, he pets it he holds it up to his face it does not bite nobody what? Doesn't bite kids, doesn't bite him. Yeah. yeah. He's had it for, I think, like 30-something years. One day it's going to fuck something up. He just walks <laughs> it on a big-ass leash, and, like, kids come and ride it, and they take pictures with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's they'll get on it, and they'll start riding it, dude. You're just getting ready for him to be old enough to mm-hmm. just yank him. <laughs> Word. Yank him and gobble him up. How big is that fucking thing, dude? That, that shit's big, dude. Yeah. It's like a full-grown run, probably. That and he just like wild. he would carry he would hold it and just like tap it on its head where its eyes are and then start petting it <laughs> and the thing would just like shut its <laughs> eyes. Damn, this is like I gotta, yeah, I watch, gotta look find up the that, video. Bro. They have a video on it. On yeah. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> Chinese man that owns a ca- owns a, a caiman. A caiman. Chinese yeah. man owns a caiman. He'll go yeah. missing one Does day. He man. Swim, right? swim with them or something. I'll just find his there's that guy that swims No, with but the they said that he got permission too to like there's a big fountain out there that he's allowed to let his caiman just swim in it. Fountain of youth. While he's walking it. And he got permission from like the state of Japan or Korea or whatever it's at. I don't remember where it's at, but that's just crazy. <laughs> See a dude just walking an alligator. <laughs> I ain't fucking with the alligator. Right. <laughs> I wanna let my kid ride a fucking alligator. Or and it was crazy, like the Chinese kids were just running past it, dude, and like tapping on it hard. 
Damn. And like petting it all aggressively, and it was just like sitting there with its eyes closed. Would you rather fight Damn. an alligator or a Komodo dragon? Keep it well fed. Uh, an alligator. Stay in the no, city no, where I don't have to. No, I'd probably say an alligator. Alligator. <laughs> Shit, that's crazy. Well, because their spit is, uh, their saliva is poisonous, and it could paralyze your body like instantly. Because <laughs> <laughs> when they bite like a big, like a big buffalo, it takes the buffalo three hours and it's dead. We already had that story. I like this new segment, though, or possible new segment with Jamal explaining a little bit of animal facts animal to us. Facts? Just better. tell me about an animal for like two minutes. Yeah. Right? Like, you know. Go. Well, no, I don't, <laughs> I'm not trying to put him on the spot, but I just oh, thought well, yeah. You guys ever seen those, uh, heard of those African gray Congos? Nah. Those uh, gray birds, and they have like the, their beak is kind of like reddish. Oh, shit, no. Mm. No? Mm. Uh, well, yeah, those are, like, the smartest birds in the world, dude, and, like, they're as smart as, like, a 7-year-old, a 5-year-old. So say they have, like, a 300-word Are they, like, parrots or, or what? Yeah, so, yeah, they're parrots. So, pretty much, you could teach them anything. You could teach them, like, oh, what is the noise that ambulance make? And they'll make that noise. What? Yeah. That's crazy. And then they go off of, like, your own vocal voice. So, like, if you're speaking to, or you have your voicemail, and you have how you, like, whatever your voicemail is for your answering machine, like it'll play, it'll just start saying that over and That's over again. That's wild. It'll sound bro. exactly Leave like a message. Leave a message. It'll <laughs> sound exactly <laughs> like you. That's awesome. That's yeah. crazy, bro. <laughs> Man, so you guys gonna throw down the set for the fucking podcast listeners? Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 we're ready. Let's do this. Uh, so stay tuned after the podcast. Don't hang up. We're gonna throw down with the beautiful Fonquero set. Any yeah, last shout outs yeah. before we sign out? Shout out to KDIF, uh, Rips, Crates, Tres Leches, all the followers, uh, all the support we've gotten. We appreciate all that. You guys thank got you Instagram? Guys. Uh, yeah, Phoenix Funkettles, one word. And thank you guys for having us, man. Thank you guys for Shout coming. Shout out to Roach Clip. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Can't wait to check out this set. Oh, yeah, let's get <laughs>
d'inspiration L'automne à l'horizon, pas de consolation Histoire de fond par le nouveau triste C'est trop triste Soit sage au matin
Oh. 
Tell that's a control When I look at you 
that song And let's play that song We just need to stop Bring up any man to break Oh my friends are here We're just dancing in the air All you wanna do is take time to break You move on your feet You can't be the free Ain't no trouble to find the crew Just to make you move a bit
Just to know 